Welcome back. These are Pandemic Pints. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to yet another installment. Uh, what are you laughing at? Pandemic Pints. I'm Kieran. And I'm JP. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an international episode of Pandemic Pints. Uh, we get the absolute pleasure of talking to the guys over at the Virtual Pub Podcast. Can't wait to get around to that. But before we do, JP, we have a, a litany of Colorado beers to get our hands on. Oh, what yeah. are they? We've been drinking Oscar Blues Brewery. We've been, we've been drinking, or we? Just, oh no, we have. Let's. We've we already been drinking. Them. Yeah. <laughs> it Oscar was a Blues. good conversation drinking the Oscars Blues. This is a, uh, so we also had Coors Light, which is a Colorado staple. We had a rake of Coors Light. For those of you who don't know. Uh, and then we had some Oscar Blues, which is a very, very small brewery in Longmount, Colorado. Uh, lucky enough to get our hands on some. They were I tough, had man. two of the citrus in IPAs. That 7. is a 7.2%. That is a strong beer. beer. And then I had a 4%er as well from the uh, Oscar Blues Hazy. Which I know what a hazy is, and I know what a yeah. citrus is now. But I tell you what, nice beers. Oh boy, they were good. Great beers. Good hey, beers. We have some oh, housekeeping. housekeeping. Our housekeeping this week is Dara, friend of ours. Dara, Dara messaged me today and said we need more Limerick beers. He did. He we need more Limerick beers on the show. So we are going to do our best. Uh, Dara was today drinking some Treaty Brewing from Limerick. Ooh, some of those beers. So we need to get our hands on some Treaty Brewing. Treaty. Oh, jeez. Controversial. <laughs> uh, so we need to get our hands on some Treaty Brewing beers, uh, which I'm sure we can, you know. Uh, so, yeah, we will definitely do that. And without further ado, we have, this This episode has lots of facts. Yes. This is a it's good an episode. Edu- if you don't know anything about craft beer, you get a bit of education on that. Um and also, you just get to hear about some other cool things around the world around around beer. I think so. And this is some really nice guys too. Yeah, exactly. Without further ado, the Virtual Pub Podcast, all the way from Colorado, USA. We are delighted to be joined by Adam and Beef of the Virtual Pub Podcast. Guys, what is the crack? Ah, <laughs> like strong. The, yes, uh, we've been uh, we've been wanting to talk to you for a while ever since our last episode with you guys on our show, and uh, the, we, we want to get into some crack for sure. Good. <laughs> it's it's uh, an absolute pleasure to to have you on. We're really uh, glad to have you for maybe for some of the listeners, uh, our listeners who are not familiar with the Virtual Pub Podcast. Um, what 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 is it? How did you guys get started? What's what's some of the stuff you you guys talk about? Yeah, so it actually just kind of started like you guys too. It's during this whole time, and it was pretty early on. I had a drinking appointment via Zoom with one of my buddies, and uh, we were we were drinking. And the whole time, I'm like, "This would be a lot of fun just to drink and talk about alcohol." I love talking about al- alcohol, and I called up Beef, and I was like, "Hey, buddy." want to do a podcast with me? Do you want to, <laughs> we, could, we could drink and we could talk to people in the industry and we can just have a, a good time. And he's like, done. When? Sign me up. I'm ready. So that's <laughs> basically how it started and why it started. I've always had an interest in Beef has too, about just learning about different booze and things like that. Yeah. Well, we're, 
it's really perfect because Adam likes to talk about alcohol and I like to drink alcohol. So <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand. He's my yin to my yang. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as a special kind of uh, homage to Colorado for this yeah. episode, we, we broke our our loyalty to our Irish independent brewers and we went we went hardcore Colorado. So yeah. not all, not only did we go with the Coors Light, which everybody can get a Coors Light, you know, but we also sourced some. Uh, this is from Oscar Blues. Brewers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe a place called Longmont, Colorado. Do you know this yeah. one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's right. It's the town, one town over, basically. Oh, oh so, wow. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we managed to get our hands on some of these. One is uh, IPA. Well, they're both IPAs. That one's really strong. Oh, citrus. Though. Oh, my God. 7.2. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to get spicy here. 7.2%. Yeah. Jeez. And they have some bigger beers too. They have one. Um, it's called Ten Fifty, and it's ten point five percent alcohol. And and they all do some really big beers. And they're they're really well known around here. It's cool because they are a very holistic brewer where they actually have a couple restaurants. So the things that are left over from brewing actually feeds their cattle, which then the cattle makes the manure for their hops, which then they serve that cattle at their restaurants. And it's this whole circle thing of, of how they, they work with the, um, the land and the land works with them. It's kind of a cool thing. Love it. Circle of life. It is. Yeah. Instead you hold the beer up on top of pride rock, you know, so it's great. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me this, you guys started up a podcast about drinking and uh, craft beers is your passion. Um, why beer? Why craft beers? Like, how'd you get into that scene? I feel like that's only emerging here in Ireland now, but I think people kind of sometimes can put their nose up at that, you know, like Coors Light, the manly beer, but you guys are in the craft beer. Why so passionate about that? <laughs> well, I think that uh, <clears throat> Coors Light obviously is a great beer still. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had three earlier today, so <laughs> we're good. But uh, I think the craft beer is, being in Colorado, the amount of different varieties of them, they're everywhere. I think you can, you can probably, it's easy, it's safe to say, you can get more craft beer than you could get a domestic beer. The choices are are vast. So I like trying new things, and I like drinking beer. So I got into it that way. And then Adam worked in the restaurant industry, you know, so he's been drinking beer, different beers, wines, whiskeys, all sorts of spirits. So he can talk about that, I suppose. But yeah, just the opportunity to drink so much different stuff is really why I got into it. And that's absolutely true. It's in our local market here in Colorado, it, there's over 460 local brewers in just our state. So that would be, it would almost be like, imagine Ireland with 460 breweries Right, would be a very, very similar thing. So it's just, and each one of them has 10 or 12 different beers that they offer. So, um, you know, I have a, I had some neighbors that actually moved from Wisconsin and they were asking me what to do about going to a little bit of a, a crawl. And I told them, here are seven breweries within a, a mile of each other. Just go, just walk. That's all you got to do. <laughs> just walk from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And, and it's, uh, it's just really easy and accessible here. So what is it, some of the people who haven't listened, but what's some of the stuff that you guys talk about? Is it exclusively talking about uh, beers on your episodes or is it kind of a, a variety of things? I'll let you know what my favorite episode of yours was a little bit later, but go ahead. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we talk about all sorts of stuff. We've had wine. We've had a vodka episode, um, beer. 
Um, they, they kind of all blend together because I'm always a few beers deep at that point. So <laughs> uh, it's not all beer. It's definitely just all booze, really. Sure. Okay. Yeah, and we like to talk about what's going on in, in the industry, some different trends, things that are happening. We talk about recipes. We've had a mixologist on. Um, and, you know, and we just, yeah, just uh, everything. I think it's the what it gets down to. It's what we're able to do right here, right now, is to be able to interact with people. I think booze is that unifier. And you get to be able to, you know, it's, I, I always say, if you can sit down and have a drink with somebody, you can pretty much come on common ground with somebody. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of the whole the whole idea about it and we've we've really i think that's the biggest thing from it we it was just gonna be two knuckleheads talking about booze and then we've been able to meet awesome people like you and so many other people from around the world which has been amazing for us yeah do you feel like since you've started the virtual pub podcast that do you guys drink more now or less 100 <laughs> percent more yeah i went to the liquor yeah. store so much more than i ever went i would buy yeah. i go to the liquor store and buy you know a couple of a craft six packs and like Coors Light, you know, as a backer, maybe some Seagram's gin or some Seagram's whiskey. And now I'm buying tons of craft beer, tons of different kinds of whiskey, scotch, um, sour beer. I never really liked, but now I'm drinking that. So and yeah. Liking it. And liking it. Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been a journey. I've learned more yeah. just doing this and I've definitely been drinking more, which it's good or bad, I guess, depends on how, if you ask my wife or not. and yes exactly all the same thing too for sure i'm definitely drinking more but it's you know just drinking more in in one or two days which is you know what it is (laughs) you're probably enjoying it though as far as just being able to connect with other people outside of the virtual pub podcast adam i think you do like voiceovers for radios or commercials or what other type of passions do you have and how does that kind of connect with the podcast yeah, so I used to be an on-air personality for some radio stations for CBS uh, Radio out in Seattle, Washington for a long time, okay. and in, in Oregon as well, um, in Eugene, Oregon. And uh, you couldn't already tell that from his voice. Oh, it's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> Buttery. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's the butters. Um, and then uh, I've um, I've done um, some different. I've done a couple cartoons, and I've done some uh, audio books that you could find on Audibles as well. Nice. Oh, wow. There you go. I like it. How about you, Beef? Yeah, I bring nothing to the table. (laughs) Uh, I'm a software engineer for Vail Resorts. Um, So like the ski resorts and stuff like that. They're all over the world. But yeah, I'm a a code monkey, really. That's all I do. I think think one of the pressing uh, things in our listeners' mind has been, um, since we've let them know that we were going to talk to you, was, uh, is Beef on your birth certificate? (laughs) <laughs> i wish it's on my back i have a tattoo of it nice <laughs> in big big old english letters it says well it says mo beef because that was the original nickname and then oh, okay. we got lazy and shortened it to beef so yeah. <laughs> and for a while there i was actually just calling him b and he hated that he's like it was mo beef now it's beef it's you at least got to say beef. And I was yeah. like, no, no, B, you're cool, buddy. Stop you know? calling me B. <laughs> so you guys have had some really interesting guests. You've had people from all around the world thinking about you know your drink drinking passions and interests. Um, if you could get any guests actually in the world on your podcast, who would be? I mean, I'll go right off, and it's kind of a lame answer, but I would like to have the Rock. Yeah. you know because why not 
Yeah. Um, I'm a huge University of Miami fan. He played at University of Miami, played football there. He's got his own tequila company. So I thought we could like tie that in, but I just think it'd be cool to talk to him about lifting and stuff because that's what I'm into. So well, I'll give the rock a call. I'll see him. <laughs> yeah, if you know it. <laughs> Tell his people to call my people. <laughs> I would really like Zane Lamprey. And he is the guy that we used to watch his shows all the time. He does these drinking shows that it's kind of inspired the sh- our show a little bit is he would tour around the world and having drinks with people. And it, he had a couple different shows called Three Sheets and Drinking Across America. Drinking um, Made Easy. Drinking Made Easy. Yeah. He had a, he's several different shows and he's a, just, just a fascinating, I just would love to talk to him about his adventures. And he did it on like a travel channel and was able just to, yeah, experience different cultures through, through booze. That was a much better answer, Adam. Good job. No, but I, I like it. I get, I get the rock, buddy. I do. Yeah. Was he kind of like a? Um, oh, it's the guy that used to do the food travel shows. Um, Rick Steves? No, not Rick Steves. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the much cooler version of Rick Steves. Um, I think he died. What was his oh, name? I don't know. The booze traveler? Oh, no, no. no. Um, he did food. He did oh, food. Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain. Yeah. yeah. So, so was was he like the the booze version of Anthony Bourdain, that kind of a thing? He's like a really silly booze version of that. Yeah, I mean, he's he's more he actually he's started off I think as a, yeah as a comedian. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Um, well, speaking on that, world traveling, drinking beer. If you could drink any beer in the world, what would it be? Like go and like, I know some beers are more like you know localized and stuff like that. But I guess where would be the best beer drinking place for you guys? Well, to take a page from Adam, I have two answers. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I want to go to Oktoberfest with Adam and experience that. I think that would be amazing. But I think it would be cool to go to like Belgium with like the Trappist monks and stuff. And I get heard that stuff is amazing beer. Yeah, that's just get something like right there local, like just tapped. I think that would be, I think that would be my bucket list would be to have a Trappist monk. Can you right. explain for our guests the whole, like, I've only heard that the best beer in the world comes from these Trappist monks. Can you explain the whole little, like, a little bit of that story about that? Yeah, I mean, I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, I can't. Like, so, I mean, and Adam knows way more about all this stuff. I just know that, like, way back in the day, and we actually grew up on an island, and we had our own, an own, our own like, monastery that would do this. But I was too young at that time, so I didn't drink it. But for they've been making beer as long as I mean, I don't even know, like not ice ages, obviously, but like the old <laughs> medieval times, they've been making beer, and like it's just the recipe has never changed. Like, and it's all they do is they have their you know religious beliefs and stuff like that, but on the side, they make this incredible, like super heavy beer that i've never had besides like a can version right so i would think it'd be really cool to like watch them make it it's gotta be old-fashioned like it's gonna be crazy yeah yeah i mean and that's the thing it's it's like you're saying it's been passed down for like 500 years from one monk to the next and and it's this process and there's purity laws that go with everything too so i mean it's a really um, it's a really strict way of making beer, but the, this is something that's been around forever. And and obviously a lot of it came from when water was so unpure in those areas. So it was a way, it was actually how you would actually be able to consume water and food in many ways too. They actually have different levels of, of alcohol content of the beer depending, because each one has a different caloric 
uh, value. So your higher ABV beers are going to have a lot more calories. So those would be your dinner beer. And they would actually get allowed up to, I think, about a gallon or two gallons a day of beer um, in the monasteries as part of their uh, supplement for their for, for their food. Sign me up. Sign yeah. Me up. That, that would bring any man closer to God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> your spirits are feeling very well at that point. So. <laughs> and so, you know what? It, and that's I would give the same answer to, to Beef on, on that. He actually took it right up. I, that is one of the, the places that I would always want to go to is try, try some of those those beers. I've heard um, they're fantastic. I know a lot of times you can't get into them, but at least you can get fresh beer from them. And I've heard it's the best in the world. I mean, you guys know way more about beer than than we do, but do you have a favorite type, like a style, uh, like a IPA or a lager or a stout? Do, do, do you lean towards one over the other, depending on the day? Well, it's funny. I used to really love porters. Porters were like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And as like, I don't know, in the past probably five years, I've leaned more towards um, like hazy or juicy IPAs. Uh, I like the alcohol volume, you know, gets me... Gets me there faster, um, and I just kind of the taste. Adam and I, we've talked about this. We used to not drink IPAs. We would go to beer festivals, and we would try to drink every tap at the beer festival, but we would skip IPAs, and now we'd probably go for every IPA right. if we were going back. I, I and- think it would be the same way. Skip, oh, yeah. skip the IPA. Skip the IPA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I really, I, it's mine is kind of seasonal. It depends on what the weather is like for me. That's I, I am a, definitely a seasonal drinker. Where in the cooler weather, I, I love a really good dark, rich beer. A bourbon barreled stout mm-hmm. is fantastic mm-hmm. during the during the winter time. Um, which I'm not necessarily going to want to drink that when it's 100 degrees outside. So, um, and then I'll, I'll go to more of those hazy and lighter beers. Um, and even right now too, you're really seeing in the United States, a really callback for Pilsners. So, um, I'm actually drinking a Pilsner, a craft Pilsner from Wyoming right now. And it's just really delicious and clean and crisp. So I kind of think we should get a little bit educated on beers because I think you guys know a lot about them and we know nothing. I th- we can separate <laughs> stout from porter, from IPA, from lager, right? We can do those. So let's dive into the IPAs because that's probably what we're drinking mostly is most of the time. Yeah, is IPA. So you asked us on your show what our favorite IPA was, and we we're like, you know, like we have no idea what the difference between a hazy <laughs> IPA, a session IPA, or a you know, like. I, Obviously, I know what a grapefruit IPA is. It tastes like grapefruit. But after that, <laughs> you know, tell us a little bit about the IPA scene and just kind of give us maybe a, a few minutes of an education on that. Yeah. So I, the biggest thing is with IPAs. And right now, there's just the amount of variety of hops that are available. So that's it's a really hop-driven beer. And, you know, there's um, IPAs. They're, they're right now in two and how they're doing it. There are so many different varieties of hops, but then even ways of processing the hops to create different flavor profiles. Um, so that's the big thing. It's all about your hop structure or, and you start with a good ale and then you go from there. Um, but right now, yeah, there's a, a lot of different ways you can approach it. You have your kind of West coast IPA, which is what, you know, out here it was from, uh, California, San Diego in particular was where that was style was, which is kind of the really beginning of the big hoppy in your face. You smell it and then you just taste it. And it was a really big IPA fla- uh, hop flavor. Mm-hmm. And then new England came about and juicy came about, and those are the different hop structures. And uh, you're getting the juicy ones. They are juicier. They're more tropical. It has like a pineapple um, flavor profile. The hazies are unfiltered, so they're thick, and which actually 
um, subdues the hop flavor a little bit. So it's not as intense. Um, I actually, I have a hazy um, IPA right now that I was about to crack open from Fremont Brewing Company. It's called the Sky Kraken. And it's uh, out of uh, out of Washington. So, and it's, when you compare it to like a normal IPA, you will really see just how like cloudy it is. No. It almost, it almost kind of looks like a creamsicle, I guess is the best way to say yeah. it. That that uh, that Oscar Blues I just had yeah. is is in fact a hazy IPA. This nope. uh, so what's that? You have a a, a citrus, IPA citrus IPA and a hazy IPA. But the citrus is pretty hazy too, is it? Would it be? It is. And sometimes, yeah, it just depends on how much they filter it out or not, too. Yeah, oh, and it's cool. and it's uh, so yeah, because that almost like. This sounds weird, but <laughs> I guess the best way to explain it is like a hazy. IPA almost has a lactose quality to it, like almost like a milky quality to it, which oh, I yeah. think helps smooth out the drinking of it, which that, you know, a lot of people right now in the United States, it's all about hazies right now. It's huge. Yeah. Um, and I think it's more approachable for someone who's not a big hop person. They can actually get into a hazy a little bit more. Yeah. I think, and I think if you start with a hazy or a new England style, you can work your way up to like a hoppier beer. Cause you kind of get the, original flavor profile and then you get kind of used to it and then you move like right now i'm drinking a double ipa which is at nine percent mm -hmm. i don't put it in a can or i don't put it in a glass because i drink them too fast <laughs> so I, I keep it in a can so i don't i don't pound it but at nine percent and i'm drinking one from utah it's like squatters um brewery and the hop, the hoppiness from going from like a hazy to that, like kind of helps you bridge that gap, you know, like, like now you're, I can drink a, a double IPA, which is super hoppy, super hoppy. I just thought it was super, yeah. well, that's all, but they, well, it's both. It's, it's really, it's it's, both. yeah, it's double the amount of ingredients. So from your, oh. you know, doubling the ingredients will double the alcohol content. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's incredible. You mentioned bourbon barrel stout is one of your favorites in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. I had one in Asheville, North Carolina once, high wire bourbon barrel stout. It was the best beer I ever had, but it was like 12%. And I had two of them, and my wife was carrying me and the baby home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually brought our daughter on a pub crawl, and she was only three months old. So uh, it was it was an interesting night. <laughs> it, that's always something i think is so funny it's i think about i have all these pictures of when my daughter was three or four months and all these different breweries and it's just you know it was it was the one way to get out of the house like hey guys do you want to go meet up at a brewery and have a couple a couple of <laughs> yeah. pints and out for a little bit so yeah it was your social getaway for with people and babies if um if you guys were to open a bar or a pub uh Right now, you, you've obviously opened the virtual pub, but if you were to open a brick and mortar pub in the morning, what would it what would it look like? Well, I think I'm a huge dive bar guy. I like the dark, the dark like wood benches, yeah. you know. The <laughs> I love so. Them. I, I love them. Yeah, so I think like, for the day, like, hours on end. <laughs> yeah, so mine would be like super dark. You know, there'd be dartboards, um, shuffleboard. You know, but I would still have like, I think probably like around the bar, I would still have high class mixologists that can make some cool cocktails. Okay. So we would kind of like, I would like to feed everybody, right? So you come in, you just feel at home, like it's divey, but then you can get a cool 
crazy cocktail, I think that'd be a pretty cool mix. So yeah, I'm going a dive bar with a cool, cool bartender, I guess that knows their stuff. Nice. And I, yeah, I kind of agree with that. There are many ways. I think I, I want it to feel like you're in someone's living room in a way where it's just, you're hanging out with someone at their, whatever it may feel like, you know, like their, their garage, their basement, whatever it might be, just having a, a, just a really comfortable place in, I definitely would want some some high end kind of cocktails too because that's something I love doing. It's a passion of mine is actually creating cocktails and just doing different techniques and smoking glasses with different items from you know from wood to cinnamon to whatever it may be to create just extra flavor profiles in cocktails. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I don't want to hijack the uh, interview here, but if I think back to Adam and I growing up and like all the bars that we went to a lot. They were those divey bars, like the Q and Cushion, like the Shamrock, <laughs> you know, like just divey. But then if you threw in a bartender that could make a great cocktail there, mm-hmm. I think that would just be, you know, the cat's meow, you know, if you, if you will. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things we should uh, maybe try and do on this. Make our own cocktails. Oh, my gosh. That would be interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have to document the process, too. So. <laughs> if you like a homey feel. We when you when you when we get you guys over here, we'll definitely take you to a few places where you are literally pretty much in someone's living room. Yeah, there's many many fireplace fireplace places where you're literally walking out through people's homes. You know, uh, yeah. later in the evening. So yeah, there's yeah. definitely yeah, we, that in Ireland. We still talk about that to this day. After having you guys on, we're like, we have got to go to those bars. <laughs> we're dying to have that. Trying to get, we're dying to get the crack. Really, is what. It yeah, is. get the, the lock. Yeah, get the lock in, or they do the sing songs. Sing songs you know, and you get out at late in, you know, early in the morning, whatever it may be. That sounds like the best time. That sounds incredible. Which brings us to our next question. No pressure. Uh, you may have already answered it, but after COVID dies down and you know the world returns to some kind of normality, what would be your ideal kind of booze holiday? destination and what uh, what kind of drinks would you be having yeah no money is it like it's totally sponsored yeah. free trip yeah so oh free trip now i gotta think about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you've made it so big in the virtual pub podcast oh yes they need to fly you in <laughs> to do you know drink in their bar like that's the dream right so where would where would be you'd be but you get to be really selective you know so where would you pick well i got two answers so, oh, well, see, I do too. If, if you're going to no <laughs> I want to go to, there's a, a Kentucky bourbon tour. I want to go there and you, you tour around the different whiskey distilleries and you try all their whiskey. I think that would, if I could do that, Adam's already been to Ireland and he'll let you know, but I want to go, we're coming to Ireland for our 10th anniversary for sure. It's just two years. Oh, nice. Of ours? That's great, buddy. No, not ours. We're way, we're way past 10 years. But with the wife, we're going to go to Ireland for 10 years for sure. Hopefully, I'll make it out and visit you guys before that. But there's some bar that I saw on the three sheets, Zane Lamprey, that you can go and buy a fifth of whiskey, and they store it at this bar for you. And he actually has a fifth of whiskey. I can't remember the bar. So I'll have to do some research, but I'm going there. I'm going to have some Zane Lamprey whiskey if there's still any left, but nice. that's where I would like to go for sure. That sounds good. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to put it back to with through the, through the podcast because of all the people that we've met. I think it would be a two part trip. I'm going to give my classic two part answer here. And one of them is to absolutely experience what you just talked about going and 
doing a lock-in and doing that. I have never experienced anything like that. And it just sounds like the best time and experiencing that as the Irish crack, the true Irish crack, as you say, I would love just to see, you know, when you get that, that feeling and you're like, this is the place and this is what we're going to do. And I'm, that just excites me. I think that would be a lot of fun. I also, there's one destination. We talked to girls on gin and they have a location on an Island yeah, where really there's this guy. And I, have I was like, <laughs> I know it sounds incredible. How, how much fun would it be to get all of us together, get the girls on gin, yeah. get you guys there. And we all just meet on that Island and just go for yeah. a gin adventure with charcuterie boards and drinking gin and hanging out at a doctor's house, doctor's whatever house, it is. Yeah. yeah. I remember listening to that. I was like, why this that, is, this is on the book. Yeah, you list. told me that. I was like, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, that would, that would be a really fun thing for sure. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, what is you, you, you know, mentioned earlier on that, uh, you, you guys are big on supporting the craft beer scene in the States, Colorado and further afield. And I know in some of your episodes, you now kind of t- pick States. Like I think Vermont was a recent episode and you'll try some of the beers from, from a particular state. Do you guys each have a, a favorite episode? Uh, or is this like asking, you know, what's your favorite child? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, do, do you have a favorite episode? I mean, I definitely have my least favorite episode. I have oh, a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, I probably go on that too. But yeah, the fa- I really liked the Oktoberfest episode. I think that one was really, really fun. Um, I really enjoyed the beer. That's one of my favorite virtual pub podcast episodes, actually, is the Oktoberfest. Because as I was listening to it, I was like, we should all go to Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It was great. But go ahead. Sorry, Beef. Oh, no, I, I thought that was really good. I liked our second episode with the Purity Vodka um, CEO. That was just because of the, the information. Like, he taught me a lot about the distillery of his vodka product. I had no idea. So I thought that might have been our most informative, probably, as far as, like, teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really good one. And then, um, obviously, it's Oktoberfest. And, like, I liked our bonus episodes. But those were pretty fun, too. So. Yeah. You know, I don't know. They're yeah, like they're all your children, right? But right. yeah, I have like a couple that I was like, maybe I could give away for an adoption yeah. or something. <laughs> I would say your episode is probably the most referenced episode. We talk about you guys almost every podcast after that. There's definitely uh there's uh what rougher than a bear's hole. We we bring that out all the time now. So <laughs> you know, I, think, um, I think we made an appearance in the Oktoberfest episode. I think there was a reference oh, probably. Uh, in there in that one as well. <laughs> I feel like as soon as we start getting a little a uh, little looser and we're feeling pretty good, I think there's a couple of usually mentions from you guys. So um, <laughs> that's great. I, I definitely think, yeah, I, I agree with um on the purity one. I also think uh Jeremy the Sommelier was a good one. Eric, uh the mixologist was great, especially I think how drunk beef was during that episode. <laughs> probably the reason why that one was so good he, he uh he was he was a little out there and a little loose uh it was to drink a, a whole fifth of whiskey that day before <laughs> yeah. the episode yeah so so he was uh yeah he was feeling just fine for that whole episode and he wanted to you know adopt eric the mixologist afterwards he's like <laughs> so uh so that was pretty great Awesome, awesome. Hey, one of the uh, one of our favorite parts of the um, structure of the Virtual Pub Podcast episode is the pub quiz section. Mm. So we thought we would oh, no. like play a little game uh, yeah. with you guys uh, today before we before we wrap it up. It's not really a quiz; it's more of a it's a it's a rapid fire round. There we go. Ooh, I like it. We're gonna give you two options, and you have to beef. You can go first. Adam, you'll go second. Perfect. Quickly mm-hmm. respond here. There is no right or wrong answer. 
but we will judge you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to judge us. Good. We will analyze everything. So, you guys, are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, Adam's the smart one of the group. Oh, no. All right. This, these, like I said, these aren't really hard answers here. Um, all right. Here we go. First round one. Coors or Miller High Life? Coors Light or Coors Banquet? Yeah, sorry, Coors Light. Coors Light. Okay. Coors, Coors Light. Light. Coors Light. Adam? Oh, do I have to answer? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll go Coors Light. Go Coors Light? Ah, yeah. you, don't want, you don't like the champagne of beers, no? Ah, the champagne. <laughs> now, if they give me that shack, then I'm going to say High Life for sure. I, I entered to win a, a free uh, shack. So if that happens, then it's High Life all the way. A free shack? What's the free shack? It's basically a dive bar that you get. It's it's a, a shed that they'll give to you and a year's supply of Miller High Life and a whole bunch of like... Just, Where do you it, get this? Where do you sign up? Yeah, for that? how do you enter it, this company? It's uh, it was on there. Like if you search like Miller High Life Shed or Shack or whatever it's called. So yeah, they have a whole thing, and um, so I entered and win like five times. So oh. all right, so then, my, then my brother-in-law loves High Life, the champagne of beer. So I'm gonna enter him into that. So <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, round two: Bud Light or Budweiser? Bud Light. Bud Light. Really? I would think yeah. like Bud Light's just water. Budweiser has like <laughs> somewhat flavor in there. So I've, I've well, we, call, we, call, we call it Budweiser. We call it Bud Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Bud we'll, Heavy. Drink, we'll drink Bud Light or Bud Heavy, but I definitely prefer Bud Light. Yeah. I think they both taste horrible. But uh, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I concur. But <laughs> <laughs> Round you three, didn't... Sierra Nevada or Lagunitas? Lagunitas. Yeah, 100%. Really? Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> my, mine is mine is more, I think both of them taste really good. I really do. I think they're both really great. Um, mine, once again, it, it associates me with memories. I have a buddy that lived in California and he had this, um, this pool in his backyard and we would go there and just hang out and he would always have a fridge full of Lagunitas. So it's just drinking drinking tons of Lagunitas while grilling or doing whatever. And that just yeah. kind of has a memory associated with me. When I think Lagunitas has more variety, you can get different, a lot more different styles. And again, Lagunitas is the same thing as Oscar blues. They have a farm and it's all, it's all the same thing. It's all like the cows and the manure and the hops. It's the same idea. Yeah. And I, when I came up with that, those two, I was like, what are two popular type craft type beer places? So that's why I picked those. Um, you're at an airport. And you go up to the bar. Do you buy the local craft that you're like, what the heck? You know, like, let's say you're in the middle of like no Timbuktu, Wyoming. Do you get local craft or you go with, you know what? I'm going to go with the trusted craft beer. 100% I'm going local craft. I'm going to try a new beer that I've never had before. Even like, though I'll it never... would be just absolute dog. And I'll ask the bartender. I'm like, which is the best between these, right? And, I'll... Yeah. and then if it's bad, I can always just pound a Coors Light later. You know, like it's all right. I'll. I can suffer for one one pint and then get Coors Light if I don't like it, but I'm definitely trying something new. Yeah, same thing there too. Absolutely. And I remember actually I was in Alaska one time and on a fishing trip and on the way back at the airport, they actually had all these meads from Homer on tap, which I was like, who puts mead on tap? So the next thing I knew, I had like three flights of mead and I was just, <laughs> that that flight was real quick to getting home because I slept <laughs> the entire time. Um. The uh, before you go to the last question, I want to side side note the airport beer. I noticed, unless I'm remembering this wrong, didn't make it onto the top five places to have a beer. And I think airport beer 
is one of the greatest beers you can have. It is a yeah, great that's beer. That's a good one. That is a good yeah, one. That, I, I totally agree with the, the tailgating, the hotel beers. I'm on board with all the beers. You I like hotel beers. What were the other ones? Uh, there was airport, hunting. hotel, hunting, beach, lake, boat. Pool bar. Don't forget the pool bar. Oh, the, the underwater bar. pool bar. Yes, that is that. Uh, you know, and there's there's one that I forgot. And it actually, I might have taken the top five for me. And I just remembered after. I was like, oh, I forgot about it. A shower beer. Oh, it's pretty oh, much yeah. one of the greatest things. If, I, if you've never had a shower beer, it after a long day of work or whatever it is, you crack a beer while taking a shower. It's 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 a good thing. That's a good beer. I yeah. like a before twelve o'clock beer. Yeah, oh, yeah, so that's a good. Tip. Those are the best, especially on a day of a wedding. Crack the. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know it's going to be a good wedding when you're drinking at eleven o'clock and you're going to be best. until about three in the morning. Oh yeah, that's, that's just Saturday, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what time is it in Colorado right now? It doesn't need to be a wedding. Twelve thirty. I started drinking it. I started drinking at quarter to eight on the golf course this morning. <laughs> All right. right, last one on the quick fire round. Most overrated craft beer in the world, right? And you will say this, and now you'll never get sponsorship from them. So <laughs> just be prepared for this. Most overrated craft beer. Oof, man. If you need time, I have it right off. Yeah, go top. ahead. It's, it is Fat Tire by New Belgium. Oh, yeah. That's yes, good. I, mean, I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't have really a lot of education. I just never liked Fat Tire, so I'm. I'm I just I, I never really I liked either. the flavor of it, and I know it's a like it's a worldwide thing and everything where it's it's now gone across the world, and and I just have never never been a fan of it. Yeah, I don't. That's a great call. Like I don't like Fat Tire. I'll go to a um, a restaurant. They always have Fat Tire. I'm like, Ugh, that's all you got. There's another one. That's from Colorado. I don't know if it's that huge, but 90 shilling from Odell Brewery. It's it's everywhere out here, and I'm not a big fan of that one either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> These are very strong. Uh, oh, and yeah. So, one in Colorado has taken us for uh, tell, Jesus. Tell us this. If we come to visit you in Colorado, what would you – what would be the like, – you know, you get three days off work, take these Irish – well, Irish guy and pretend to be want to be Irish guy around. <laughs> what would that kind of beer scene look like for three days for us? Oh man! Well, you know, we would definitely start in Denver and hit all those taps, and then we would come up to our place and we hit all those taps. Fort <laughs> Collins. Yeah, and then maybe we go to Fort Collins and hit all those taps. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really it's. Uh, Denver's a, a trouble too because there are so many breweries in downtown. We actually, for my bachelor party, we did um, um, pub golf. Uh, Pub golf. And it was nine holes of disasterness. Most people didn't make it past six. They had to call cabs home after the six hole. Well, they didn't make it past the second hole. What rules for, for pub golf? Oh, so I, I, I'm pretty brutal with that. So <laughs> I, uh, I created the actual scorecard for pub golf. So I had like a, like it was like a miniature golf scorecard. And each thing you would get either a par, a birdie, or an eagle on it. There might have been a bogey round too. You could just yeah, get the bogey. One beer. Yeah. And there was even like stroke penalties. Like if you couldn't hold it past the fifth hole, then you lost like three strokes or something like that. And, and I had all these rules broken down. And I researched each different pub about what was their like specialty. And I made it like, you know, a pitcher and a shot for you was like an eagle. I mean, I made it really brutal. So you really had to. to... So how much you would drink. Yeah. It was yeah. based off of that. Or like you. If you just had like a Coors Light, then it was you know you would get a you get a par, you know just having a drink was a par. So see, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and then 
I would go like if you were playing pub golf, it'd be like how many drinks does it take to the pint? Like like a pint oh. again. Or three so, or something. No, no. Like if you get everybody gets a pint, but then it's like one stroke. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like oh, and then you get four drinks takes you is is a yeah. How many game. swigs does it take you to finish the drink? That would be dangerous. That would be, that would be, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be dangerous for me because yeah, yeah. See, for Guinness too, I could easily do that every time. I, oh, I like that variation, but I feel like a lot of people could pound one drink at least with the first six, and yeah. then you go to the next. So you're you're saying you stay at one place, right? And you drink nine pints. No, you could go to nine pubs, but you could like, are you gonna really one gulp nine Guinnesses? You're gonna, yeah, jeez. I mean, it sounds like a challenge, my friend. Now, when you say <laughs> when you say you say gulp, it means that you just doesn't you don't put it down. You just go straight, right? Just chug it. Yeah. 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 Every time you take your lips, you know, like you're not drinking. Yeah, that's that's. I'm a I'm a scratch golfer, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's dangerous when you're saying that. And me and Guinness, I could probably do that easily, unfortunately, because I, I I do love uh, a couple good pints of Guinness for sure. So yeah. I could probably do that. Yeah, I, I I think it would be fun if you guys come to Colorado. There's actually just like I said, I had that one person, and then up in Fort Collins, there's just so many amazing breweries, and and in, in Denver too. I mean, like I said, with 460 breweries, and you have to think a lot of Colorado is actually there's not people living that be <laughs> with the mountains. And then you go to the Western part, which is more desert. And then even the Eastern part, which is more just land, it's like ranchers and land. So it's really just the center strip of the state is populated. And that's where most of those 460 breweries are. We have the, also the tallest brewery in the world too. Um, it was at, at in the world in the, world, in the U S that's right. So, yeah. Remember, it was a trivia question. That is right, and I got that wrong. So. <laughs> it wasn't Nepal, Wait, I think. Fort Collins, Fort Collins does have a great hotel lobby bar. I'll tell you that oh, right oh, now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hotel lobby. Yeah. Being in Colorado, are you guys skier guys? Do you ski? Snowboard? I don't ski. I never learn. I mean, I, I work for Vail Resort, and I don't ski, so I don't know. <laughs> ski beers are nice. You know, like oh, yeah. Top Mountain. That's a popular thing. So I'm a really good APRA skier that, so I'll just basically I'll ski. I, I won't do the skiing, but I'll, I'll drink with everybody else before they go skiing. And after they go skiing, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold down the bar for them and make sure that they have a place to come back to when they're done. See, this is, this is you. That's, That's my type of skiing. That's, That's it. Skiing. We'll all go skiing in Austria Absolutely. and you can just be at the bar. I'll look after the bar. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make sure there's a warm place to land. Right. And you know, I, I, I I'm that host for everybody. I'll, I'll vet the venue. While yeah. <laughs> That's an important job. It's really important. <laughs> um, to wrap it up, Adam and Beef, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure. But tell us, tell our listeners, we know already, uh, if they want to get uh, some of your episodes, learn more about the Virtual Pub podcast, how do they do that? Yeah, they can first you can go to our website at virtualpubpodcast.com to find all of our links. We have just been Good added website. to we've got a website now. We're, we're getting fancy <laughs> these days here. <laughs> we uh you can get us on iHeartRadio. We are on now on Amazon and Google. Um you can do Apple Podcast, really any of the places, Stitcher, I uh, tune in, Launchpad DM, all those places you can find us. Um we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and uh Twitter. Awesome. awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on, fellas. Yeah, hey, thank you so uh, much. Thanks for having us, guys. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it all week. It's actually, it was like, ah, can't wait for Saturday. It's going to be fun. 
When we get you to Ireland, we'll do a live recording in oh, person yeah. of the podcast. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be it amazing. will be a 10-part episode series. Yeah. <laughs> that documentary. That there will be unreleased secret episodes <laughs> that after we die, they will release. So, <laughs> it's like the black box of an airplane, right? So you, you wait till after something bad happens. We and that's what we should do. We should do we should all organize our trip to come. I know the weather may not be the best around the end of September, but we do Oktoberfest, we go to Ireland. We go to Denmark on that little island. We just do a week of it. I think that would be amazing. I'm in. We come yeah. home shook to the core. They're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, what, what happened over there? Uh, never, we could never say it. Can never yeah. talk about what would happen. <laughs> there you go. Well, Kieran. <laughs> so, what a great chat. What, a, what great a great chat with those guys. Oh, you're loud. They are. Am I too loud? I just no, you're fine. Just all the kids talking. in the house. Yeah. Um, great pleasure. Chat. Absolute pleasure to talk to those guys. I genuinely think they're sound men. No, well, at this point in time, I'm just calling them my friends. Like, exactly. <laughs> they yeah. have no choice now. <laughs> uh, we've, we've spoken to them on their podcast. They've come on ours. We're going on a world tour. We're going on a world tour. We're Man. going to, to Belgium. This is going we're to be awesome. Oktoberfest. And then yeah. we're going to some forbidden, Denmark. forbidden island. Yeah, in Denmark. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. I think I think it's great. I listen to their podcast weekly. It's fantastic. Everybody, Adam just told you how to um, listen to it. Go to virtualpubpodcast.com. You can find everything there and everywhere you get your regular podcasts. You can uh, listen yeah. to them. Um, big news now. Big news. And we had our beer of the month. Beer Ooh. of the month. We had a great debate about this. We really thought hard and this long. This was more intense than the US presidential debate <laughs> uh, last week. But we both came to an agreement. We did. On the beer of the month. The our one September. That absolutely. Beer of the month to pick up is Brew Brewery. 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 Hey, congratulations, Brew Brewery! Brewery. You win the beer of the month. Brew Brewery (laughs) IPA is an absolute epic beer. Absolutely epic. Check it out. Check it out. Get it wherever you. We loved it. Enjoyed it. Uh, Definitely one of the best that we've ever had in the lockdown. Yeah, highly recommend it. So check it out. I don't think we'll do a beer check for today because they're all. Oscar Blues. They're all Colorado yeah, beers. Colorado I mean, there's beers. a couple of Coors Light on here. There's some Oscar Blues. If you ever get, if you ever get a chance, they sound like a sound company. You know, yeah. very circle of life. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I think check, Adam spoke about that. Check them out. Um, check them out. There's this other cool company called Coors Light. I don't know if you want to check them out, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, they probably already have enough money. Um, the Rockies, Coors Light. There's actually that's like a commercial song. Yeah. So, so I'd sing that. That's great. <laughs> That should be our outro from now on. Uh, final message from today. Listen to more Virtual Pub Podcasts. Those lads are legends and are very sound. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>